0: And I, pediatricians, we always try to say, don't sell your kids short. I mean, yes, these are more sophisticated hey, can we flavors. Sell our kids? We could um, for <laughs> kids have a lot more sophisticated palates than we think they do. So, welcome sure. back to another riveting episode of Circe Health Pod. Today we are going to, I guess, uh, change it a little, change it up. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Change it up a little bit and um, make it a little more pediatric based. Although when I tell you the topic, it could it could be for all of us. Um, so today we're talking about school lunches, school snacks. Um, but you know, when I was writing this podcast, I was thinking it could actually be work lunches, work That's snacks right. for That's adults right. too. So it's not solely for kids, but um, as parents ourselves, we often struggle with what to send to school especially with early the kids, in the morning. especially when we're half awake early in the morning. But there's something about that in the podcast by that maybe is not the best idea. But anyway, we are all learning as we go, and hopefully we can give you some good tips today. Just want to remind you um, before we begin that our goal in these podcasts is to educate you and empower you so that you can prevent and or bid farewell permanently to chronic health issues. Sorry. <laughs> I am Dr. Jenny Prabhu. I am double board certified, meaning I have two MDs, one in pediatrics and one in internal medicine, which is the specialization of adults.
1: And I'm Ajay Prabhu. I, uh, I guess uh, you want me to call myself a more of a medical researcher because you're like...
0: Because nobody, nobody knows has. what a research pathologist is. So you it's are not a
1: regular ed- pathologist. Uh, the person who actually researches the pathology, that's the causes of diseases, Um Anyway, yes, okay, fine. I'm a generalist uh, medical researcher. How about that? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> How about that work? And uh, hopefully you'll get some uh, insight from both of us. One thing I do want to say is that in this podcast, we're not really, we're not sticking to the, the old, um, like the previous podcast have some kind of a theme except for the one that we did on uh, restaurants. Mm-hmm. So in a similar way, we are taking on a little bit more practical aspect of, Everyday life and help you make uh, make it easier, healthier, more nutritious.
0: And yeah, delicious. and we've also been trying to include more pediatrics information because um, some exciting news is that we are planning to open our another branch of Circe Health called Circe Peds, Circe Pediatrics, um, which will hopefully be a fun-filled, non-scary but. <laughs> Totally immersive and uh, not immersive. That's not the word. (laughs) Totally um, whole child experience, meaning we look at the whole kid, not just their measurements or what is on paper or their vaccines.
1: And also a more inclusive experience. Inclusive.
0: That's the word I was looking uh, for. Yeah. So it's not just disease based. It's lifestyle based because kids also have a lifestyle and we have to remember that. I
1: was thinking more inclusive in the sense that you would be involving the kid, the parents. Yes. And yourself and any other staff member in the care of the child
0: right it's whole child-centered care mm-hmm. not not just one or two aspects kind of like whole plant-centric yeah imagine that <laughs> so anyway as you can see it's still a work in progress but it is a idea that we are hopefully birthing soon <laughs> see what i did <laughs> oh there God. and no i'm not for all those that know me as a person i am not birthing anything else <laughs> there are no more babies yeah
1: so she
0: <laughs> just sir only <laughs> one
1: only once you've had the child is when she'll Should come talk to
0: you. No, that's no, that's not true either. We do um, pre-conception and pre-delivery counseling and information always because we're looking at the whole baby from and the whole family. Can we move on to that? Yeah. Sorry, I just got excited about it. So, um, so since you're today going to be, I guess, interviewing me Mm -hmm, for a mm -hmm. kind of a change, um, let's dive right into the the meat. Or no lack meat.
1: thereof. There's, there's, of. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no meat here, Oh, right? really no meat. surprising. Um, as far as uh, school snacks are concerned, and, you know, I guess it's not just school snacks. I mean, it's, it includes other nutrients and, and so on um, is concerned. Maybe you can give people an idea about what you consider to be a wholesome school snack. What all things should be in there. What's your, what's your thinking on that, of course?
0: Uh, well, it's uh, school snacks and lunches. So we're right. lucky enough that our kids have lunch provided and we only have to send snacks, at least yeah. for now. Cool. But some kiddos, uh, because of allergies or just because of the way their school is, have to bring their entire lunch. Um, and also this, like I said, you know, if you're going to the office, this is, we'll give you some ideas too. So it's not just snacks, but I digress as usual. So it's a good rule of thumb when you're making a whole meal for School to always include some kind of main dish, um, a fruit, a vegetable, and a snacky type element to the meal. So, now this doesn't mean that the main dish is huge and everything else is small, um, but just kind of like you know, something savory for the most part would be the main dish, and then the others that I mentioned. So, uh, hopefully, in including all those elements, you would include a well rounded meal. So, protein. Vitamins, minerals, grains, calcium, et cetera, et- good fats, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera.
1: Mm-hmm. So I guess you are going to talk a little bit more about all, what kind of foods can you know incorporate, like proteins. and Right. And, and
0: I'll give examples. Stuff. Okay.
1: Awesome. awesome, awesome. Yes. Great. Of course.
0: Great. I, I wouldn't want leave to, you in the lurch.
1: I just want to make sure. Okay. So that's as far as the nutritional component is concerned. How about since you're a you know, fairly good cook. uh, um, Well, thank you. (laughs) uh, You can maybe, you know, talk to us about, you know, a kid's perception of Mm -hmm. taste and what they like. So maybe you can.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you've, uh, if you're like me and you enjoy watching all those food shows, they always talk about how a dish should have, uh, A good mix of textures. So Mm. the same is for the kid. Why shouldn't your kiddo also have a good mix of textures in their lunch? So something... uh, Now, I hope you're all not getting overwhelmed by this. These are not going to be complicated dishes. These will be things that are easy and simple. But anyway, just saying. So crunchy, creamy, chewy, and juicy in an ideal world would be included in the school lunch. Of course, this doesn't have to be for every single meal, but Something to aim towards How about perhaps
1: um, wait, wait, you didn't think of this one
0: umami umami <gasps> my favorite flavor <laughs> part of the tongue yes, umami would also be a good thing too so I guess kids uh, certainly can appreciate they do. these they do. flavors uh-huh. so don't don't think that you know they have no um, no good nose for nose and tongue for flavors, they absolutely mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. especially uh, the older they get, but little kids do yeah, too, yeah. and that's, that's scientifically proven. Right. And then finally, um, just like we don't want to eat anything too heavy or a huge amount of heavy foods at lunch, because then you're going to be sleepy and who's going to pay attention for the rest Mm -hmm. of the day. So if you are giving something maybe a little more heavy or a little more filling, then make sure you pair it with something lighter, um, something more refreshing uh, to cleanse the palate and also to um, not overwhelm the digestive system.
1: True. Okay, good. Um, so now that we've kind of set the framework for what each food would probably have, or each meal would probably have, or each snack mm-hmm. per se would probably have, um, should we just like talk about uh, like some of the nutritional components, like protein, vitamins? And...
0: Sounds like a fabulous idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wherever did you get that idea from?
1: Uh, just uh, <laughs> thought about it. Uh, All right. Well, about.
0: let's let's talk about probably. I think the number one nutrient that everybody thinks about, for adults at least, is protein. protein but kids, protein. of course, need protein to grow and mm-hmm. to um, get taller and to put on muscle because, yes, kids put on muscle too. And also to kind of sustain the uptake of nutrients mm-hmm. too, you need protein as well. Mm-hmm. So um, oh, maybe we should have clarified this entire podcast by saying that these are all plant-based school yeah. snacks. Yeah. That would have been something to you mean you're mention. not gonna
1: recommend chicken?
0: Yeah, because I started thinking about it and realized that nobody at any point did either of us mention that these are all plant based. So no meat, of course, and uh, no egg and no and no dairy.
1: And if you want to know why no meat, etc., you'll have to listen to a whole bunch of our the rest of our yeah. podcasts.
0: Because if we do that here, this podcast will be twenty hours long, <laughs> which is not <laughs> ideal. So, so okay, um all right. so when you're raising a plant-based kid, which will definitely be another podcast topic. Mm -hmm. Um, We are raising two plant-based kids and they seem to be doing fairly well. A little weird, but that's probably genetic. So (laughs) going back to protein. Listening from you. (laughs) All right. So a couple, I mean, many, many options. I'm just going to list a few, but um, I mentioned why protein is important, um, but here's a couple ideas. Now, I do also want to mention that another one of our babies that will be born soon uh, called Circe Eats, which I think Mm -hmm. we introduced in the last podcast. It's not just going to be for adults. It's going to be a food service for kids also. Mm -hmm. So some of these recipes will be available to recipes and dishes will be available to you as well um, if you don't feel the desperate need to try and cook them yourselves. Um I will also in each subject of this sorry, in each category for the school and lunches and snacks, I'll try to give uh prepared options too that you can buy yeah. at the supermarket or sorry at the at the grocer's grocery, grocery store. <laughs> um so so anyway, back to protein. I know you're all on the edge of your seats at this point. <laughs> um so my one of my favorite sources of protein in the world is the humble chickpea, which can be made into various uh, dishes. Um, Something that you may not think about of the chickpea, there's, I'm gonna give you two options. The first one is falafel, which you may not think a child will like, but actually falafel is a very, you know, it has great texture, it's crispy and chewy. Mm It is not spicy, but it has lots of flavor with the herbs mm-hmm. and the tahini and the sesame and everything. So, falafel is a great option. It's very easy to pack. It's not very oily. It's not messy. So, falafel is a great option. You can make it into a sandwich. You can just put it into little falafel balls, et cetera. Um, another chickpea option. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Before you do that, um, you are asking them to deep fry stuff?
0: No, air fry or yeah. bake. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, no, no, I, did, I should have said okay, that. Because, yes. I
1: mean, one of the things that you may notice, you will notice, uh, um, As you listen to us more and more, we (laughs) yeah sorry (laughs) we're forcing this on you. But uh, um, we don't advocate deep frying anything. Occasionally, if you have it somewhere else, that's fine. But try not to even have a deep fryer in the house. That way, you avoid all this stuff. Um, So falafel, you want to
0: deep fry it? Uh, No, of course not. (laughs) Who would ever think such a thing? So um, a glorious. Invention. Uh, invention that we recently um, discovered, although it's been around, but we discovered is the air fryer, which is an in- inexpensive um, and much healthier option that you can keep in your kitchen. Um, it's just like it sounds. It's an air fryer. So you use either no oil at all or very little oil. And basically what it does is it blows the little tiny uh, oil particles around along with high heat And it attacks it kind of from all angles. So you get a nice, evenly, quote-unquote, fried item. Um, So I will mention more air fryer options. And then alternatively, if you don't have an air fryer, you can use a good old oven as well. You can also pan fry, which is better than deep frying. But Mm -hmm. ideally, frying would only be air frying. Anyway, so falafel. Mm Falafel is an option. Now, Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of air fryers and chickpeas, you can actually air fry chickpeas, which is... uh, Some of these hacks for air fryers that I recently discovered, um, it makes them, I know you can buy uh, like um, chana dal that's been like the namkeen type and Mm -hmm. they have the whole chana, the whole chickpea. But you can actually make it yourself at home, which is significantly cheaper. Mm -hmm. And then you can flavor it to the way that your kids would like it. So if they like barbecue, you can do that. If they like ranch, if they like chickpea 65, whatever, you can do whichever flavor you like. Chat masala, which is a favorite over here. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can make a whole big batch of it, Mm, freeze it it. and store it. Um, and I'll get more on that to that in a little bit. So, um, more air fryer, protein options, plant-based protein options, air fryer tofu, tofu is getting more and more easily accessible in India, which I'm very happy about. Um, So you can cut them into like French fry type shapes. You can honestly just air fry them straight up with a little salt and they're delicious, but you can also marinate them and keep them in a marinade in the fridge and pull Mm -hmm. them out whenever you want to bake them or air fry them. And I'll have recipes for what you can marinate them in coming up soon. And then another one, and this is one of those store-bought options, are uh, vegan chicken nuggets, plant-based chicken nuggets. Yes, they are processed. Uh, yes, they're expensive, but uh, especially around here, sometimes you <laughs> need that option. And of course, that's totally fine and realistic. So hey, Can we
1: go back to the French fries? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking we often make uh, sweet potato fries, and people mm-hmm. might be like, oh my God, that's sweet and potato and fried. Yeah. Oh, it must be awful for you, right?
0: No, yeah. I mean, if you use the shakrikhandi, the sweet potato available in India, it's not as sweet, but still it's good sugar
1: it's good sugar in the sense that it has a lot of fiber therefore the sucrose that's there its effects are uh annulled quite a bit and studies have shown that sweet potatoes are, sorry <laughs> yes. sorry
0: uh
1: so, i will i will not quote them but no uh, you sweet, can quote them no, please okay. so, so sweet, potato, shut up. sweet potatoes are are have been shown repeatedly to actually be a lot more nutritious than than regular potatoes. Um,
0: They have a much lower glycemic index.
1: Much lower glycemic index. And glycemic index, for those that do not know, is the rate at which sugar gets incorporated into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. So the slower the sugar gets incorporated, the more stable your blood blood sugar is. Uh, So the lower the glycemic index, the better off you are. I mean, if you find food that has higher glycemic index Uh, Try to avoid it?
0: Basically, glycemic index is if there's carbs, but it's balanced out by fiber. So high fiber foods, usually. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just an easy way to remember Mm -hmm. it. So because uh, sweet potato sugar candy has a lot more fiber than white potatoes, it has a lower glycemic Mm -hmm. index. Not to say that white potatoes are bad, but we're back in, we're still in protein land, right? So protein land, another... Type of fritter type thing, which also can be, which also can be store bought or made at home, and we'll give recipes at some point for that. Is quinoa fritters? Um, mm-hmm. Quinoa sounds fancy, and but actually, it's much easier to find these days. So yeah, so quinoa is easier to find and much less expensive than even two years ago when we first mm-hmm. moved here. And quinoa is actually an amazing source mm-hmm. of plant based protein. You, I think a lot of people think of it only as a grain, but mm-hmm. actually, it's mm-hmm. very high protein. So you know, you can make fritters or you can make other um, snacky things out of quinoa, quinoa. Uh, this really chips. isn't, yeah. Quinoa chips. Quinoa chips when it's the quinoa flour. Mm-hmm. Although ideally you would stick, use less flour and more mm-hmm. whole quinoa. So that's an option. And then uh, back one more chickpea. I, lie, I had three chickpea options. Um, you can actually make something called a chickpea tuna, quote unquote, salad sandwich. So you, um, I don't know if you have ever thought about it, but chickpeas almost have a fishy flavor, and you can enhance that fishy flavor. With some secret ingredients that I will talk about in other recipes, but uh, you know you can look it up yourself. But I have some good chickpea tuna salad that I've. There are recipes on our on our YouTube channel. Yes, yes. The, the and um, and of course, this would be using vegan mayonnaise, not um, yep. not egg based or mm-hmm. whey based mayonnaise. Um, and then also, same thing with uh, tofu egg salad, quote unquote mm-hmm. egg salad. Tofu is of course an excellent source of protein, and you can make an egg salad, tofu salad thing. And there's actually a very cute video out there with me and our older son making yeah. tofu egg salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so our kids love that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of these things you might think, oh, my kid wouldn't like that. But you'd be very surprised. And I, pediatricians, we always try to say, don't sell your kids short. I mean, yes, these are more sophisticated hey, can flavors. Can we sell our kids? We could um, for <laughs>
1: <Anybody here? laughs> on
0: eBay. <laughs> yeah. Um but, no, I mean, kids have a lot more sophisticated palates than we think they do. So, you know, let them try new things and you'll be surprised.
1: Yeah, yeah. What about some of the other things that the kids need on a, you know, like as they're growing? And, I mean, their needs are a little bit more because of the, the you know, growth and, and so on.
0: Right, yeah. So, um, and also with being plant-based, you have to be more aware of yeah, yeah. certain vitamins. So, uh, B12, of course, mm, is the most correct, important yes. one and is usually the most difficult to find. Uh, not an animal-based product, but um, there are B12 and then folic acid, which is vitamin B1. Both are. So yeah, I mean, you need to find, you need B12 for brain health and energy. You need folic acid uh, for your nerve health also and your brain health. So um, thankfully, a lot of um, cereal-based and uh, like weed and grain products these days are fortified, fortified, Mm -hmm. meaning um, it's been added after the fact. So um, especially cereals, so uh, and a cereal is maybe something that you might not think about um, giving your kid for lunch, but a dry cereal, especially if it 's more of a whole grain cereal, um, can double as kind of a treat for your kids mm-hmm. and great source of b12 and folic yeah. acid.
1: We give them the cereal that has bigger chunks uh, yeah. so that it 's easier for them to pick pick right. pick out and and, and pop them like popcorn.
0: Yeah. And then, um, you know, don't sell, you know, carbs aren't bad, especially for kids can handle carbs a little better than mm-hmm. we can as adults. So, um, giving them some kind of bread or grain product, uh, bagels, which I know are difficult to find, but whole grain bread sandwiches, um, made out of, uh, you know, good atta that has lots of different grains in it. So those are good sources of B12 and folic acid. Um, another important nutrient that we need to be mindful of especially in plant-based and vegetarians is vitamin d vitamin d is found traditionally uh, from sunlight but mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. Um, it's it's in uh, milk it's fortified in milk and cheese like dairy milk and cheese mm-hmm. so um, good thing is it's also fortified in plant-based milks uh, i'm not sure about cheese perhaps but plant-based milks which i'll talk about in a, a little bit more uh, in a second, are um, a good source of vitamin D. And then there's also some juices that have yeah. vitamin D for
1: Can I make a request? Can we do the plant-based milk in a separate episode? Because there's so much to talk That's about. That's true.
0: Yeah. So I, let me leave <laughs> that then to the next. Yeah. yeah. We'll leave you in the lurch. Sorry about lurch, plant-based milk. you milks. mean
1: we'll leave you in suspense. In
0: suspense, in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> lurch, in a good way. <laughs> Lurch
1: basically means you left them yeah, out yeah, in the okay, jungle or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: so, so I lied. I will not talk about plant-based milks, but just know that they have yeah. some good nutrients. Yeah. And that is something you can put in your kiddo's thermos, or, mm-hmm. and you can make it more palatable with a little bit of chocolate or coffee or something.
1: Can you go back to the, the, you said something about carbs, don't be afraid of carbs. The only thing that I would suggest is don't think, oh, yeah, carbs, so why don't we just give them potato chips.
0: Right. I, I or mean, or unrefined fries. carbs uh, and whole oh, grains. Or if
1: they are slightly more refined, don't make sure that there are, there's no fat with it. Right. Right. So, yeah. It, we
0: always mm-hmm. say refined carbs and fat is not a good combination because unfortunately, even kiddos can be pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. have to remi- remember yeah. that.
1: Yeah, we've had patients.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another nutrient that's important is omega-3 fatty acids, mm-hmm. which are very important for brain health and memory Also, for hair and skin and all that, and heart. I could go on. So, um, you know, people always, there's all these, this controversy that you can't get omega 3s from a plant based diet. That is absolutely not true. Nut oils in particular have excellent uh, sources of omega 3 fatty acids. Um, Also, if your kid is more adventurous and likes sushi, algae or algal oil, uh, nori, the sushi, what, is The seaweed that is wrapped is an amazing source of omega-3 and B12 also, And B12 right? and,
1: and iodine.
0: Yeah, so don't, again, don't knock it till you've tried to tell that to your kids. And so there's amazing vegetarian sushi. Yeah, they might actually like that crunchy taste and uh-huh. stuff like that. It's very different, and yeah. I think their friends will think yeah. they're cooler, too, if they have sushi yeah, for lunch. Yeah, that's right, that's
1: right. Um, so I think maybe we should go on for... Wait, like, can
0: I do my last nutrient, and okay, then we'll move on? We could, but that, then it's in a good place to go on place? to part two. Otherwise... Uh, we're left hanging in the lurch again, <laughs> in the lurch again. so so Don't i'm sorry folks lurch, just my last yeah, nutrient yeah, okay, that fine, i want to i mean fine. of course there's other nutrients but i'm talking about major categories i'm just
1: trying to save the save listener from being in the jungle
0: okay so speaking of being in the jungle not at all iron is the last <laughs> nutrient that i want to okay. talk about and um my favorite source of iron is legumes and beans so um, we already talked about many chickpea options but um these days, there's actually a fair number of bean-predominant snacky foods mm-hmm. um, that you can buy, again, from you know uh, whatever grocery service you use. Uh, they're made from chickpeas or lentils or rajma, kidney beans. So that's a great option, crispy and fun, good texture. Also, you, if you're more adventurous uh, and you want to dedicate a little more time, you can make something like a bean quesadilla or mm-hmm. a bean burrito, mm-hmm. which is easy to pack and not messy too mm-hmm. so mexican food is a great option
1: and i want to add one more since you talked about iron um green leafy vegetables so if, yes. if you know crispy kale
0: and you so can put just, that in your burrito
1: yeah to- toast it uh toast crispy kale i mean toast kale make it crispy yep. and uh um, it's
0: a good chip it's a, it's kale a, chips yes, kale you can chips. make your own kale chips mm-hmm. much cheaper if you buy it yourself and yeah. toast it in the air fryer
1: in the air fryer or you know if you have a conventional uh, toaster right you can, you can a regular oven yeah, yeah, yeah you can you can do it in that so I think we've blabbered or you've blabbered enough I think for once I mean I'm I'm actually taking the back seat and just kind of yeah. asking you questions so do you mind if we move on uh, to part 2 and where we can discuss more about you know where kids can get more energy what kind of drinks they can have yes um you know other tips that that uh, we you know we've gathered all all through the years uh, hopefully that should help yeah okay sounds good so we'll
0: see you in part two for more life altering not really but we like to think it is (laughs) information see you thank you bye we really hope you enjoyed our conversation can you think about one thing or an idea that you can start to introduce into your own life that will help make your life healthier and less stressful
1: if you enjoyed today's episode we'd really appreciate it if you can take a few seconds to share the podcast with your friends and family thank you so much for listening
0: And always remember, your health is literally in your own hands. Making lifestyle changes is not an easy task, but we promise you will be aptly rewarded with a long, healthy, and disease-free life.